You should be reading I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons, a witty and humorous memoir and brainy essay penned by Autumn Simmons from her early life, pop culture, religion, feminism, race, and relationships. I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons is available via Barnes and Noble and worldwide for ebooks and beyond. Enjoy I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons. <laughs> it's absurd to play. No, it's Superman.
and welcome to Quirk of the Day. It's your host and producer, Autumn Simmons. I hope you're okay, and if you're not doing so great, listen to Quirk of the Day. This is episode 85, and we are reviewing movies that are super curious. Superman. Now, there are many super men who have portrayed Superman since the 1950s up until 2021 that I'm aware of. But my favorite Superman was Christopher Reeves, a Hollywood actor who had been known since the 70s up until probably like after 2000-ish. And so, um, if I'm not mistaken, I think a little after 2000-ish. Yeah, so in the midst of that, this review is basically going to be about aspects of Superman 1978 through 1987. Though I did return in 1980. This was my childhood. I enjoy Superman. I think I like Superman more than Spider-Man, but I enjoy Spider-Man, the movies as well. And I was a big fan of Batman as well. And I just wish when I grew up as a kid or a young child that I had the Black Panther, but I didn't have the Black Panther till I'm well in 30 something, right? I'm well in my 30s or my 30 something. And I like comic books too. And so many of us learn of superheroes or superheroines through comic books and then TV shows and the movies that we enjoy. And so even with Superman, when we say Superman from like the 1950s up until again, 2021, began with the TV show. And so after the movies, we have seen what we see additional TV shows of Superman, all these individuals who were inspired by Superman for so long. Getting into what we enjoy about a lot of the movies are we love the music and we love the type of themes that we enjoy through what we refer to as music composers. And so with this particular first movie, specifically John Williams was the composer of Superman from 1978, the main theme. So we do come in with the main theme. So you do hear that. And you're going to hear a little later, you're going to hear Eminem's I Can't Be Your Superman or Superman. And it's a funny song about the character of Superman. And in addition to other things that I wanted to talk about, we do have a little, I guess you could call it (laughs) a little song a little song I've done a little bit because many people would suggest in the beginning it's a bird is playing no it's Superman and so we want to make that fun and uh, we're gonna also look in what we do know is that the first two of Superman from 1978 up until 1980 the first director is Richard Donner and with the third the third Superman the director was Richard Lester. Yes, Richard Lester. And then of what we call the fourth movie would uh, be Sidney J. Furry. And so there are many writers. We have a lot of writers or those who write the story or the story books as some would suggest. But we do know on the last um, Superman starring Christopher Reeves, he was able to connect with other writers and to to be a, a writer as well with the last because I found out he wasn't really enjoying when I say he wasn't enjoying he wasn't enjoying the third Superman I think many of us 
like the first one the most and then sometimes when these types of movies are made especially in hollywood or even if it's on tv shows people always want a sequel they want a sequel and then they want a trilogy we've seen this with star wars and beyond and then harry potter people always want extra all the time and so this is why you see there's so many of these different actors that are not able to be around forever to play these characters because people can't stay the way things had been with the time as time moves on etc etc and so moving forward with that many of us have a lot of questions i have a lot of questions my questions are going to be all over the place i'm gonna have so many questions about the way the story was written though i think mostly if not any aspects of what i have observed through the movies i thought the writing has been very good but i used to question aspects about superman and how he came in and we do know he's from krypton and we understand that he had a lot of power but he also had powers that we many of us kind of get a sense of what those powers are but additional powers that maybe we kind of ignored those powers and so one question that i do have is when superman came to <laughs> new york and i always wondered why is everything always happening in new york all the time why and i have a reason for that now so as to why everything is always happening in new york all the time when something's crazy specifically in the city and so it's interesting that superman it took a long time when he was sent to earth and to have a long time to understand more of who he actually who he was and getting this insight well in his 30s and understanding why he was so different and so unique and how he also dealt with haters so early like many of us do and others thought he was a freak and so we would see that and so um it's interesting when he was able to work it was curious how when he began working for a newspaper and i was thinking i was a working in a newspaper too as a representative and his i guess you could say his flame at some point would become lois lane and so in this movie this lois lane was portrayed by margaret kidder and i believe they were in at least two movies together and so i wonder what is this with lois lane of why he was always interested in her so much and she's regular and it's okay if she was regular but it's just kind of like what is it about superman with her and in the beginning she really didn't notice him unless she knew of superman but as clark kent had to be a very interesting character too that was very much different from superman superman had to be hidden until superman wanted to be revealed and it was interesting that he would be revealed in newspapers through this media and also on tv as well and would become I don't want to call him a celebrity because he would be considered a god and so i'm saying to myself okay superman he comes to earth and by the time he was found there are two humans who saw him as a child but when he was a baby by the time they saw him he looked as if he was over the age of four maybe or was he four or five or was he three <laughs> He's past two, okay. So he's past two, and he has these unusual abilities. So you think they were gonna go call the police and then call the other government, kind of like ET, and then bring that in? And so you see, they had to keep a secret about 
how they found him and not being afraid of what they saw. And so that was interesting on watching that. It's very curious, right? That's curious. And so he would look human, but he wasn't. And then more importantly, it was interesting how Superman wouldn't seem to know the others that are there who really weren't human either and what they actually were. And they would never get into that. And I see why we go that further into those aspects except for him and so the focus was always on him because he's the only unique type of being and so again why was superman so crazy about lois lane and again in the beginning i understand in the newspaper everyone doesn't have a whole lot of time to really chit chat too much because there's always so much that has to be done to put the newspaper out but yeah i used to work in a newspaper in philly years ago p and i and the guy I used to have a crush on was this dude named Virgil. And he was a single parent. Only had one at a time. I don't know why I'm bringing up the word Virgil. And that's not the typical Virgil of what you would hear about in some other type of book or movie, etc. And it's just unusual. In the midst of all of this, Clark Kent, the normal human name. But Superman really didn't have a name. He really didn't. And again, I'm thinking to myself, if this being becomes a god... How the hell do you have a God work? And then we would never actually see his apartment, which was curious. We would never see his apartment and we would never see him go to the bathroom. We never see him brush his teeth. <laughs> we didn't see him put on, you know, certain clothes that look like things he would wear for Halloween. But how was that the idea that he should wear those types of clothes? You know, obviously the tights. Yeah, we're talking about the tights. It's a little extra and and so we like to see him in a suit but i like the fact that clark kent wears glasses and to give the impression that he needs glasses to see but it's just as interesting he actually has perfect vision and we get into the other aspects of krypton and so things we do know that krypton actually was a planet and the planet was destroyed because they had thugs who didn't know what to do to protect the planet okay and so we have this perception that we have so many planets and what we do seem to understand through science that planets don't exist forever but they last a really really long time so when we have different entities or thugs or if it's not just nature somewhere in science beyond where the universe is where all this is taking place I get all that but this is coming across as if Krypton was destroyed because again, we had no good enemies and thugs who destroyed the planet. And because of their choices, this is how Superman was the only one who survived except for these three other thugs that came later when they had been placed in their hell. It looks like they were placed in glass somewhere. And then all of a sudden, something happened in the universe where they were able to come back in some weird way and they came to Earth and they had some kind of vengeance towards Superman because he was different. And so when you look at all these other stories, Superman was come into play this noble character and to save humanity. And I'm thinking to myself, why? Why would he need to save them? And what's so wonderful that that would be his job? And then he's not paid for that. And we do know gods don't get paid the idea of what work looks like for the so-called humans on earth and so we're looking at all of these things and so when we found out he had a place to stay this was somewhere beyond 
New York City. Okay, so where he was staying, there were all these other magical things that were happening with something that had to do with crystals, etc., etc. And so we would see other thugs who would find out things about Superman. And I used to think Superman was a little too gullible and too open with sharing certain things he should have never shared. And it's just like, why is he telling them what could destroy him? And then it would be this kryptonite, which is this radiation and then also he has this other issue with lead so not peanuts no not that and you can give him seafood etc right so it's good that he doesn't have an issue with seafood that's wonderful but yeah and so it was cute <laughs> when he was getting to know Lois Lane and she was seeing Superman how he could just show up with her she would be intimidated and, and afraid at the same time but being curious about it and being able to write and then sit and have this interview with him and just asking all these interesting questions and then I liked how it seemed for a while she didn't know it was him while he was right there in front of her but it's curious again they weren't really interested in Clark Kent at all they were interested in the nerd they were interested in him being dorky they were just interested in the magic aspect of what he could do for them and so that's the thing about people whether they're entities trolls whatever words we want to call them demons etc or if you want to call them fairies whatever words we can come up with gods goddesses etc okay but we always have people who have an agenda and we all have people who only appreciate what they benefit from okay and so i think with this aspect we know a lot of things about superman but what i do like is that as he does find out more about his parents through magic through this kind of mirror crystal that gives him this insight that they left information it would come across as if it's kind of like a computer or maybe a camera to reveal who their father was, who their mother was. And then the mother, just like being a mom, right? She warned him about that if he were to fall in love with a so-called human wife or just a partner, because I think they were thinking they might get engaged or something of that nature with Lois Lane, that he would have to give up his, basically his throne, his royal throne of magic because of the type of female that she is he would have to give that up and so there are other interesting things that happen in the first few movies that something happened with where Lois Lane she was always very ambitious all the time and always had to get information about what's going on with her job and everything and working for the newspaper etc she basically died and and the way that she died it's like it really really almost destroyed superman and then he wanted to save her and then he did these unusual things that he was allegedly not to do these types of things and he just went against what was said by his father perhaps with the universe and the law and so in the midst he did it anyway and then he brought her back by the way he went back in time which we know this is not so in reality but for fiction it can look that way and so this is he saved her and it was interesting he was happy to see a flawed human and and still loved her even in the midst of all her flaws etc etc and so yeah so we have these interesting stories as with superman being told about the limitations of the universal law of what he can and cannot do what he was knowing what he can and cannot do he would still defy 
those laws. And so what we did not actually find out whether or not the law of the universe actually punished him through karma of it, but it's interesting that he still believed off of what he can do because he was a god and with him being that, he had the right to be able to do anything of what he believed that he should be able to do, especially with doing the right thing. But was I really doing the right thing by saving Lois Lane? Was that truly necessary? Was it necessary? It was just for his ego. And so, you know, there's so many women that he could have liked. And I noticed when there was another woman who had a crush on him as, and even liked him as Clark Kent. And for some reason he was being really loyal again with Lois Lane. Why is he so loyal with her? You know, it's very unusual. And it was interesting that Superman was a virgin. And so when he did get laid, he was well in his thirties, but I like that he didn't want Lois Lane to know his actual age, but you could tell everybody, right? In the newspaper, in the media about his vulnerability through lead. And in addition to this kryptonite. So how do you say that? We're going to take a little pause and then we're going to come back and then we're going to get more into some other crazy things I want to talk about. Movies that are super curious, Superman, and we'll come back with part two. And you share your ideas about Superman that you think was curious. And we're not putting it down. We're not smashing anything. We do enjoy the movie, but we just ask good questions, don't we? Super curious questions, that's all. So we'll be back. You should be reading I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons, a witty and humorous memoir and brainy essay penned by Autumn Simmons from her early life, pop culture, religion, feminism, race, and relationships. I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons is available via Barnes & Noble and worldwide for ebooks and beyond. Enjoy I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons. Trying to be my new wife, what you Mariah? Fly through twice. But I do know one thing, no. 
Bitches, they come, they go Saturday through Sunday, Monday Monday through Sunday, yo Maybe I love you one day Maybe we'll someday grow Till then just sit your drunk ass on that fucking runway, ho I can't be your Superman Can't be your Superman Can't be your Superman Can't be your Superman Everybody knows, yeah we fuck, bitch so what? That's about as far as your buddy goes We'll be friends, I call you again I chase you around every bar you attend Never know what kind of car I'll be in We'll see how much you'll be partying in You don't want that, neither do I I don't wanna flip when I see you with guys Too much pride, between you and I Not a jealous man, but females lie But I guess that's just what sluts do How could it ever be just us two? I never love you enough to trust you We just met and I just fucked you But I do know one thing, no Bitches, they come, they go Saturday through Sunday, Monday Monday through Sunday, yo Maybe I love you one day Maybe we'll someday grow Till then just sit your drunk ass on that fucking runway, ho I know you for me, baby I think I want you too
I need some lotion. I need some lotion, lotion. Because it's summer mosquitoes biting me. And I don't like it. So welcome back to Quirk of the Days, your host and producer, Autumn Simmons. This is part two of my review of movies that are super curious Superman. Superman starring Christopher Reeves. 1978 through 1987. We're talking for movies. Whew. So we're back. And there's a lot that I wanted to share. There's so much I wanted to share. Sometimes I share things. And sometimes I don't. But at times I enjoy sharing. And I love how nosy many of you are. And so in the midst, I want to share. I am beyond psychic. I am. I am beyond clairvoyance. I had a wonderful opportunity, if I can call it. I shouldn't even call it opportunity, but we're talking about, I can't speak anyone We're talking about gods and goddesses. And then we also talk about the nobles, the good, and the bad. And we're talking about the villains that usually are the most popular so the good thing about superman is that he was not the villain but he was very very popular and i like that aspect again and i'm happy that superman was not the antagonist makes me feel good he wasn't the antagonist now we've seen in batman we see all the villains of batman that are very curious and interesting including the joker and catwoman and the freeze dude that was Arnold Schwarzenegger and so many of the fun stuff that Jim Curry got to portray and all the fun characters and all of the we know all of the interesting characters so they are interesting but I like that Superman wasn't boring just because he's noble thank goodness he wasn't boring and I like when he becomes that hero he is attractive. I like that he's very attractive in the way that he can do amazing things. Um, Superman, it's really hot summer. Would you please give me some ice? Because you're, Superman, can you make ice for me, please? I would love ice. Not water ice, just ice on my cup. Can you do that for me, Superman? Sure, Lois. Clark. You're not Superman. Yes, I am. And I remember when, years ago, I guess it was so long, but I think it was 2021-ish, or was it 2013-ish? I think it was 2013. (laughs) It was was somewhere in that, around that space. There was another Superman movie, and in the end of it, it looked like he was dead. I said, how do you kill Superman in the universe? How do you do that? (laughs) I was like, I'm glad it wasn't. The other character from the late 70s and the 80s, this is this other gentleman. I don't want to get his name right now. I do know of his name, but I don't want to name all their names specifically. He wasn't terrible, but I liked in that movie how he was made to go to court. How do you make a god go to court in that one specifically? And then when he came in, there's this other villain. Again, there's this other villain. You know who that other jerk was. And then he sent some chemicals over and then everybody, the judge, everyone just blew away. <laughs> I think they went to hell. It's a play. 
And then you don't be playing with no God like that. Tell him bringing him to court and making him look like he did something wrong. And you already know who the villain was. And then you're going to blame Superman. And that was the problem that I was thinking in my mind. I said, Superman, keep it moving. Don't get too close to the false humans that will hate and destroy you because they need someone to blame. The blame game, the scapegoat. So if they can't get the villain, then it's your fault, Superman. Then it's you. It's you who created the problem. And even when he would fix it up, he would clean it up. I was like, he is working a little too hard more than James Brown. Why? Why is he doing all that? Why? Okay. So <laughs> I know I had to go somewhere with this, but okay. My ability as the clairvoyant one i got a chance to talk to christopher reeves on the other side i want to say the first time it was in 2020 i was staying in one of my family members home and i was in the kitchen and i happened to look to the right and i was watching superman and for many years i never seen him like that ever and so when i looked to the right near a window i saw his spirit and he was sitting in a chair and he was fine. He didn't have the way what happened. Um, he wasn't ill, obviously. He was the spirit. So he remember, he was a very, very tall man. So he was having a seat, and he looked at me, and he was surprised that I could see him. And then he kind of moved back. And then he went somewhere where I saw where he was going. And it's unusual. You would think it would be a, a magical movie of what I saw, how he went into another space somewhere so i found out where he actually went he actually got connected to another entity and he moved past lucifer's realm <laughs> and he he went to fake source enlil and enlil and inky well many of you refer to as lucifer they you know they, they're different entities they're really small but they can do things and they felt that they were gods. They became lords. And everyone knew who these gods are. And so these are different entities. Okay. And so they're beyond ETs that don't have heads that look like ham. <laughs> they do have different color eyes. Some of them do have, well, these two. One has blue that can, eyes become back, like, well, they come back like, like black. And then the other has like brown eyes. And so I've seen people online who have seen different entities who are brown i've seen those who have seen different persuasions of what they look like i've been telling you i've known of other gods and goddesses that were not just jesus that were not just allah that were not just lucifer okay so in the midst of all of this i told you about the other guys i've known beyond west africa when we're talking about superman and you're looking at the story of what i want to share i had a conversation with lucifer about this and some people have had conversations with lucifer about things like this but a lot of the movies and the books and the tv shows and the comic books especially where that comes from it comes from the spirit realm we say there there are gods but there had been more but really not there's just been a few let me put it that way. Let me be honest. Yeah. There's been a few who could fly and they're actually melanated. They're melanated. We don't call them black. Some will call us melanated Moors. And they're not from Africa. They're just beyond. And there are those who have been in a human form before. And then they have been chosen to be gods and goddesses over there. And so the ones who actually fly 
are melanated and there were a few who could be male and there were a few who could also be female and so that's how that story was written about people flying and not just that but the other one i was crazy about mary poppins was another of magic who could fly and this is where this comes from and this is what Lucifer was telling me about how a lot of the cartoons that you see a lot of it comes from over there and when you see it you say it looks like a cartoon this is this real is it real and you see other mirages that people have to be quiet at one point and be so secretive yeah they would get really scared and all these other interesting experiences and i'm thinking of superman in many ways he was like more than goliath but we found out goliath was never here and delilah i enjoy my enthusiasm i was thinking in some ways i was like lois lane was she kind of like delilah in a sense that she getting all his secrets and trying to destroy him but didn't realize but maybe secretly in the spirit realm she knew she would be his enemy why they couldn't be together forever and so we do like some aspects of romance so they placed it in superman because you did see when they were flying when i say really we should be saying they it was superman who was flying and then she felt she could fly too you see when you hang around that kind of magic people want to feel they're part of that and that they can do that too and that's why she had to drop who got who got not you lois no <laughs> lois Lane had to drop no no you're not flying no superman superman you went flying and he's holding your hand right and I like that he could read your mind and he knew what you were thinking. And I like that part. And I am wearing my glasses. I started wearing glasses. I was like that. And these are actually kind of blue lenses. So anyway, um, I think it's interesting, isn't it? Yeah, it's very, very interesting. And so the interesting thing I want to talk about is many who were very crazy about Superman. And when they were learning that the way certain characters who portrayed these noble types of characters who are very very noble the good guys or the good ladies and lucifer told me something that's very weird and maybe it's not so weird but it comes across weird and people were like what is going on with this perception we have of the superman curse does it really exist people put it on youtube not me but they put it on youtube and they believe that there is a superman curse and the way that um things have happened to others who were not celebrities at all we've seen all types of things that can happen to people and we would make an assumption because these are artists who have become hollywood actors how does that happen to a hollywood actor well they're in a human form and they have flaws and they're not perfect and they they go through trials and tribulations just like anyone else and so we would think just because they're on tv why is that happening and when I was speaking with Christopher Reeves about this, he actually felt after he had already left, he felt that perhaps he was being punished. And so what I found out through Lucifer is that Lucifer is not always nice. <laughs> now, he has always been these other gods and goddesses, not just in Kemet of Egypt, but also the Romans and the Greeks as well, male and female goddesses, gods. Right? And so in the myths, he did curse them lucifer did curse them because not just because he wanted to give the impression it was just about them being noble no he was gonna curse any of them anyway he always cursed everybody so this thing i want to go back to gods and goddesses when they had that kind of power and it was said that they could be jealous of humans who have abilities lucifer has always been said to be a jealous god and then when people didn't use that term of him even in that perception of the bible 
oh, he's a jealous God. He can bring you evil spirits and, you know, nightmares and, you know, the boogeyman. And, and, and it's so. It has been so for so, so long. Over 2,666 years of this entity. And so people ask these questions. Again, are gods and goddesses, do they live forever? No. Again, I'm going to say it again. No. And they also can receive karma for the choices that they make as well. That's what I wanted to share before we conclude with this about Superman. And and I also want to share, people always wonder what happened to Chadwick Boseman when he portrayed the Black Panther. Yeah, Lucifer cursed him with that as well. And he cursed him with other stuff you don't know about. And the only thing I'm going to talk about is what was publicly shared with us about how Chadwick Boseman had cancer through colon cancer. So this being he's not always good even kevin hart used to say that in his comedy he would say he's always good all the time right so that's his nature it's not fair but you see that gods and goddesses are not always good so if you think he's a good god that's your choice but if you think that he's a villain that's your choice and i know how i feel about him he's an enemy and, and if he's called himself the devil come on what is an enemy an enemy will go against you is your adversary that loves to divide okay so why do we not get to think on that even if we can't open our mouths but I think more of you could open your mouths and I see that many when they had their opportunity to speak the way they wanted to speak they would talk about it and they could do it and I'm one who can talk about it as well okay but there would be those who would talk about these things there's no Jesus no Jesus in here but they found out it was another being and it wasn't Jesus who was never in a human form ever. But that was a perception of lies, <laughs> fiction. And people, you know, if they met Jesus, honestly, if they really believed Jesus was real and they met him, they would destroy him the way it was written. And that's how people are. If they see a being that is God, that walks the earth among them, they would destroy their own God, even if it was male or female or any idea of what that god or goddess would look like all would attack that so-called god that they claim that they worship or respect so keep that in mind and that's how i'm gonna end so thank you so much for listening to my experience and my opinion about movies that are super curious this is superman part two so thank you so much for tuning in and um i'll be back you should be reading I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons, a witty and humorous memoir and brainy essay penned by Autumn Simmons from her early life, pop culture, religion, feminism, race, and relationships. I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons is available via Barnes & Noble and worldwide for ebooks and beyond. Enjoy I Quirky Girl by Autumn Simmons.